You're listening to Deployment Pillars. Military life can feel overwhelming, especially during deployment seasons. At Team Pillar, we believe that a little peace of mind can go a long way. That's why we're proud that this episode of Deployment Pillars is sponsored by USAA Life Insurance Company and USAA Life Insurance Company of New York. USAA Life facilitates members' financial security through a range of products and services, including life insurance policies, with several benefits specialized for military families at no additional cost. Because wondering about your family's financial future doesn't need to be on your deployment to-do list. You can learn more about USAA Life Insurance Company and USAA Life Insurance Company of New York at usaa.com pillar. This is the Deployment Pillars podcast, where we share the best deployment advice for military spouses from people who have been there, done that, and got the homecoming kiss. I'm Joanna, the voice behind Joe My Gosh and co-founder of Pillar, the digital retreat for deployment countdowns. And I'm Becky, founder of Brave Crate and the second half of the Pillar team. We believe that while deployment is tough, it can also be a time of growth. That's why we created Pillar, the totally free digital retreat for deployment countdowns. It's three days of online community, inspiring speakers, and nonstop giveaways designed to set you up for deployment countdown success. Today's episode will give you a little taste of what to expect if you join us for the retreat. During a deployment countdown, it can be easy to feel like we just don't quite fit sometimes, either in the military community or in the civilian community where your service member is activated. Connection is a key to thriving during deployment, but it can be tough, especially for National Guard and Reserve families who might find themselves far away from military support systems. In this episode, you'll meet Army National Guard spouse, Angela Caban, writer, author, and creator of Homefront United Network. Angela is providing strategies for making friends and staying connected in the military and civilian communities. Hello everyone. My name is Angela Caban and what an honor it is to be able to speak with you all today here at Pillar Digital Retreat for Deployment Countdowns. I'm sitting here on the same platform of so many friends of mine and spouses that I admire so very much. Those who have personally inspired me and helped me in my military life journey. I've officially hit the seasoned spouse point of my life, and that's okay, because within the seasoning, there's laughter, lots of struggle, so many lessons learned, personal journeys traveled with so many amazing military spouse friends that at one point, I never thought I would have the honor of being among them. Let me tell you a little story about that and why I felt that way at one point. I am an Army National Guard spouse, and many who are watching and are affiliated with the National Guard already know where I might be going with this. (laughs) But if not, listen up, because we all need to stick together as one community. When my husband deployed the very first time, we were only married for about four years, and I never saw myself as a military spouse. 
all of my friends were civilians and I was only used to the weekend drilling two weeks of um, AT every year and I really wasn't prepared for what the active duty army life was all about so fast forward to midway through his 15 month deployment I felt like a complete outsider of the military community I had absolutely no clue what was available to us or that I could go on post to shop at the PX um, and that might seem very simple and small to many but when you feel totally isolated and alone it would have meant the world to me to be surrounded by others who knew exactly at that point in my life what I was going through and it was hard to fathom at the time or even now that someone could feel like an outsider in a world that is so connected so what exactly stopped me you might you might ask um, it was honestly the hardest deployment that I had ever been through even though I had support from my family that was around something was still missing it took me a while to realize you see sometimes for National Guard families it's difficult to connect we were not only two hours away from our nearest installation, but we were also about an hour away from my husband's unit. So I had no friends nearby. I was working full time. I was also in school full time. I was a mom, a new mom, and it just didn't work out the way that I wanted it to. I made a lot of excuses as to why, um, you know, I thought I didn't need anything extra in my life. So when my husband returned from deployment, we attended a yellow ribbon reintegration family event. And I think that that was exactly what I needed. It flipped the switch in my brain completely. I was in awe of all the information that was given. And I met some amazing spouses. Unfortunately, I did notice a trend, active duty this, active duty that, what happens when we go back to our regular lives? Did we suddenly not matter? Did we not exist in the military community? So with this new information, I took matters into my own hands. And I was preparing to create a network that supported not just the National Guard families, but one that connected all of us and bridged the gap between us. So in 2010, here came his, new, his second deployment another 15 month deployment. However, this time I was ready to become active and engage in the community. So the Homefront United Network was launched a month before he deployed. I had already made a handful of spouse friends who dedicated their time to serve as bloggers for my network. Shortly after that, I attended my first ever military in-person event. And I'm dating myself here. That event was actually the Mill Blogger Conference hosted by military.com. That was in 2010 or 2011, I can't remember. But at this conference, I made friends who are still to this day in my life. And I was in awe of the strength and the community and the support given to me, a National Guard spouse. You know, but that wasn't the end, and there were still so many challenges that I was going to be facing. More deployments came and went, 
but we were still struggling with living our double lives, as I like to call it. Um, some of us don't really uh, fully relate to the military life because we haven't had the pleasures of moving around the country or living on an installation. And we like to think that the military family does come first, but then there is that pressure from your civilian community. You know, you spend your entire life, potentially your entire life, living what you thought was a normal civilian life until your spouse comes home and slaps you with those orders. Then what? Are we supposed to just jump out of our civilian roles, you know, turn the switch on, um, in, and something you feel temporary in this military role? So very similar to like our service members when they return from drill and they hang up their uniforms in the closet until the following month. It isn't that simple. You have to embrace what both communities give you. You have the tremendous opportunity to make a difference in both worlds. So this leads me into why I'm here today speaking to you. You can find community as a National Guard family or a family that lives away from the military community. There's plenty of active duty families going through the same things. In the military community, you have the opportunity to make a lifelong bond with other spouses and family members. You don't have to live nearby to make this connection. That is the beauty of social media and the world we live in today. You do, however, have to make an effort and get out there. Step out of your comfort zone. Talk to people about your specific situation. I have been blessed to have made lifelong friends throughout our journey in the military life. You also have a chance to make a difference and help other families with resources so that if the time comes and someone is going through something similar, those families don't feel lost or alone, as perhaps maybe one day you did. Some things that I did to start immersing myself into the military community was volunteering for nonprofit military organizations, as well as going to nearby units. It made it easier since they were closer to our home and I could bring my son along for the ride. We helped writing Christmas cards to soldiers overseas, um, coordinating company parties, and even getting school supplies handed out to the National Guard families in our community. And after I left my corporate America job, I actually started working within the military community. Our military family is what keeps us grounded. And if I may urge you to not do this one thing, do not lose touch with your community just because your spouse is home and you've transitioned into that civilian world again. Part of being a military family is to stay involved in what is happening within our community and to keep connecting with others. And right now, I never thought that I would have made a career out of helping others connect. But because I stepped out of my comfort zone, that happened. And perhaps there was a time that I thought that National Guard families had no hope. We were just too different and maybe, you know, no one would really understand this. In the civilian community, we have the opportunity to show them what military life is for us 
And we can teach them ways to show support and to also encourage those families that might live around them. And I encourage you all to remember this, not all support comes from the military community. Take advantage of the support that your civilian friends want to give you, and they do. And if they don't understand, just talk to them about it. Don't push them away. Now more than ever, community matters. And we obviously know this, COVID-19 has left an impact in many ways. And while I do think that the military community was better prepared, there are still many that feel the way I did just 12 years ago, like an outsider. So before I wrap up, I would like to stress the importance of that lesson that I learned during that very first deployment. Lonely, lost, afraid, struggling, versus where I am today, surrounded by community, both military and civilian. This dual life is about acceptance, and while there are challenges and differences, we need to work on accepting them and embracing them both. You don't have to pick one or the other. You can do both. I promise you that. Your community will be the master key to navigating this military life and staying connected. I appreciate the opportunity to share my story and hoping I can help somebody out there who might feel the same way. If you do want to connect more with me, anything that has to do with the National Guard life or connecting with community, please check out Homefront United. Dot com, And you can also send me a direct email to info at homefrontunited.com. Thank you so much for the opportunity today. Stay safe and be well. Thanks for joining us. We hope this episode inspires and encourages you as you count down to homecoming. If you're not part of the Pillar community, we can't wait for you to join us. Grab your completely free ticket for the next Pillar, the digital retreat for deployment countdowns at PillarDeploymentRetreat.com. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you back here next time.